0: And while I walked down Temple Bar in those days I could hear a, a step aerobics class going on me, a friend and going class. One, two, three, yeah. four
1: I, I discovered uh, aerobics and fitness about 16, 17 years of age and then I thought I could teach this and Impulse and Temple Bar which was the cutest little gym it's now the ice cream shop uh, yes. facing the Temple Bar yeah. pub uh-huh. it's a three little store you can look and actually at one point they knocked out the, ha- the, the building behind that they, they've since developed it but you could see into the studio from my apartment and you could see me teaching aerobics in my little and I used to wear okay I'm going to give you the full picture <laughs> I used to wear cycle shorts lycra and lycra onesies like <laughs> a, he did around the world
0: around the world in 80 games, in 80 gates, around, the world, around the world around the world in 80 games, in 80 gays heroes
2: of our bygones who fought for freedom and equality icons anthems coming out Pronounced strike green struggles life and love around the world around the world in 80 games.
0: Welcome to Around the World in 80 Gays, a podcast hosted by me, Catherine Lynch.
2: And me, Brian Kennedy. Now, each week we talk about gay culture, gay inspirations and gay icons.
0: And Brian name drops every celebrity he's ever met. <laughs> so this is Around, around the, the World in, in 80, 80 Gays. This week we are flitting around the studio with joy as we are chatting to my good friend, writer, broadcaster and EDI master graduate, Brendan Courtney. Now he's
2: also one half of London Courtney with his friend and business partner, Sonia and not only only that but he also has his own podcast cryptically titled The Leonard Courtney Podcast <laughs> which he also co-hosts with Sonia.
0: But wait there is more. Brendan is also a semi-professional synchronised swimmer and parent to Nancy Drew the finest dog in Ireland. A bit Aww. vicious but fine.
2: <laughs> Welcome to the podcast
0: Brendan Thank
1: Courtney. you so much. Welcome I'm to delighted you. to be here. It's a brilliant podcast and I love you both so much. So oh, we're all Thank wearing you. glasses I've just we're noticed. all wearing glasses oh, oh, except for Esther. It's age. age. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So we're
0: going to deal with the older queens today.
1: Oh, <laughs> stinger!
2: Oh you do a good uh, Queen scream, there. That was very. I, good. Do, I, I scream
1: actually. That was my that was my telltale <laughs> Simon when I was a little boy. Yeah. If you came, my sister's dozen not impersonate. If you came near me when I was about four or five, she'd even go to touch me. I go. <laughs> 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 it's quite a good scream, isn't it? It's Sorry,
2: listeners. It. Here's what I want to know because I know you two are very fast buddies. How long have you known each other for, and how did you meet each other?
0: My well God. I know Brendan even before he was on TV it, and yeah. that is a long time ago um, but I think my most memorable uh, meeting of Brendan is the front lounge mm. himself Alan Duffy uh, and Bre- and Declan Buckley. Buckley were mm. sitting in the front lounge and I walked in with a big fur coat and uh, yeah and I went up and we both we were just magnetised towards each other yeah. I was the camp amount they needed and they were the camp amount what I needed What year was that do you think? Um, having a clue and <laughs> <laughs> I would
1: say it was, I'd say honestly it was... 96? Oh, earlier. Earlier,
0: 94. 94. Wow. Yeah. wow.
1: Yeah, I'd say, because I met Alan in 91 too. Mm. Alan Declan. It was shortly after that. So shortly it could have been even that. 93.
0: Was it? And up, um, so our introduction was, I said, uh, they said, who are you? And I went, oh, I'm Catherine Lynch. And I said, who are ye? And they went, I'm Maxie Dick and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That
1: would have been Declan's and Look, it's 2023,
2: that's 30 years
1: ago just to give you some decades. Wow. So we were, I was, yeah, early 20s, my goodness, yeah.
0: And while I walked down Temple Bar in those days, I could hear a, a step aerobics class going on Me, and a friend going, one, two, three, yeah. four.
1: Uh, Brendan, Courtney, explain yourself. <laughs> what? So, um, <laughs> I didn't do sports. It's funny. I was talking to somebody about this this morning. I didn't do sports, and I, I'm quite good at push-ups now because I started skipping and doing push-ups on the landing because I, I got vain. I became gay and wanted to be hot like the magazines, basically, but I, I, yeah. I, I wasn't. I was a rotund little teenager to say the least. And uh, my aunt came to visit once and said, "We moved to Tala, right? I imagine!" And she, came, she looked me up and down and said, "Well, the country air certainly agreeing with you." Oh. <laughs> Country, anyway. So I got I, I discovered uh, aerobics and fitness at about 16, 17 years of age, and then I thought I could teach this, and I went and trained in the London Central YMCA where you trained to be a fitness instructor. Uh-huh. And I I used to teach in UCD. I still meet people. Who used to. It yeah. was about five hundred cla- people in my class in UCD in the big hall, which would never get insurance Remember well, see you on the telly? No, ago. he was he big, big in the Loads of people. Yeah. I still have friends. People who listen to this will say, "Oh yeah, I remember that." And Impulse and Temple Bar, which was the cutest little gym. It's now the ice cream shop. Yes. facing the Temple Bar yeah. pub uh-huh. it's a three little store you can look and actually at one point we, they knocked the, house, the, the building behind that they, they've since developed it but you could see into the studio from my apartment you could see me teaching aerobics in my little and I used to wear okay I'm going to give you the full picture <laughs> I used to wear cycle shorts lycra and lycra onesies
0: like <laughs> he did and oh my god I was a good teacher were, I was, And you were really cute in was cr- Sounds
2: like an early Madonna video to me and 30, I wasn't cute in them, 30 years <laughs> later
0: uh, when we have a party in Brendan's yeah. he still puts teaches. us through the ropes yeah. <laughs> He still And grapevine
1: <laughs> yeah. So I used to do, I
2: are a vision party at your apartment don't forget yes, You yeah, and Adam
1: did we, did we have a little dance off in the oh, end probably? We, I
2: think that was coming so that's when I
1: left oh, Yeah no <laughs> <laughs> I taught for about nine years I thought and then when I got on TV my classes were full and Alan Duffy actually said to me why would you give up sure it's cash and it was cash and, you know, you know yes, you're know, you young cash exactly. is a like king and I was getting like six, 60 quid a, a class that people were paying I yeah. think it was £2 or £3 £1. and why did you give it up oh, when you think of it why I, did you
0: give it
1: up I gave it up because I moved to London and I I just yeah. the opportunity didn't present which is where it. we met really yes yeah. oh yeah. yes where did you meet oh, in London oh my goodness we bumped into it it's so romantic it, actually yeah
2: exactly it was a sauna in Kings no I'm joking
1: uh, <laughs> could have been <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's yeah. be honest
2: where, where, where was it i tell you exactly where it
1: was Soho House. We went to Soho House together. So, I don't know if you remember or I was a member. I think you were a member. I don't think I was a member at the time. Mm. And I had just broken up with somebody. And I I remember. Very cutely,
2: we went and sat on the terrace outside. Yes.
1: I I am a big fan of your music, always have been. And so, I was a bit, when I met you, I was fangirling, and we're in London, and you recognized me. And I was like, oh my God. Candy knows me and you said what are you doing now and I said yeah. nothing he said will we go for a drink and yeah. we went for a drink and I had just broken up with somebody after six oh. years and I was really quite cut up about you it were, just, you were Wayne
0: oh Wayne and we're still good Wayne. friends
1: now but it was a Hi, really Wayne. bitter breakup we didn't speak for about a year you actually. went out with Wayne Sleep I yeah. <laughs> <amazing>. yeah. <laughs> I wish, I wish. Wow. No, Wayne Shared. Uh, who's actually moving to Dublin for a few months, interestingly. Oh great uh, fun. I love that. You said to me, It was a Friday, yeah. what are you doing tonight? And I said, Nothing. And you said, please come to my concert. Yeah. I'll VIP guest list you. And I went for the first time on my ever on my own that's to a concert right. and I sobbed through the whole thing. No, of I remember you telling you me did. that. I was you so so raw, well, you? It was just beautiful. Well it was Hammersmith Apollo. Was Humsby, it was uh, Shepherds uh, Empire, Bush Empire, Empire, Empire yeah. yeah. Big, big enough, uh, big crowd, oh, big yeah, theatre. Me sitting in the middle In the bed seat Aww, <laughs> And thing. then um, I think You were whisked off Or I was whisked off We didn't catch up afterwards yeah. But I, I, then we became friends After That's that right. You were That's so right. good to me Well these things happen For a reason I think When you meet yeah. people At the right time I think That stands out really well In my yeah. head Just to bump into A kind soul Who had no investment In the relationship yeah, yeah. All my friends Kind of hated Wayne Or hated, his friends hated me You know yeah. It was a long Protracted breakup. You just sat with me As, a, as a, one gay to another And yeah. said You'll get over this you actually said to me which was brilliant what kind of a name is Wayne anyway? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what kind sorry Wayne name?
1: Wayne's in the world I'm sorry I don't feel that way I was, just trying, just, to a, to che- I was just trying to cheer you yeah, up Yeah of course exactly. you were you were brilliant
0: So back then Brendan when you were on the dance floor of life Gosh. what was your uh, anthem? your song yeah. the one that brought you to the dance floor
1: oh C.C. pennison finally oh yeah oh, good choice well, right. and, and also she sang that down the phone to me once
0: no so how? I
1: met Declan Buckley because Wayne booked her for when I was going to he booked her for it, he was a club promoter and she he rang, oh, he, he rang so you rang. said
2: Wayne booked her that's what we say in the north when you, you write something oh. <laughs> oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry he did. ignore me keep yeah, going he he, yeah. he he would often Filthy. book
1: club PAs as you know, for the gay clubs he yeah, ran the yeah. gay clubs yeah. so he booked C.C. pennison and I was like oh my god I love her and yeah. the reason I <laughs> Lover is Deck. I met Deck and Buckley when I was 20, yeah. and he had brown, curly black hair. Oh, and yeah. I finally came out and met a friend Curly with black, black hair. hair yeah, yeah. And, and that was a big anthem on the dance floors, yeah. wasn't it? In the in the nineties, it was I think. huge. Yeah.
2: It's still a classic. It's a classic. It's a classic. Yeah. yeah.
1: So that that I was thinking about that on the way, and that song definitely is a moment in my life where mm-hmm. my life changed and I came out basically. And yeah. that song was the anthem of that coming out. And then there's another co- uh, I Love Your Smile, you know. I love that song. Do you? Who sang that? Shanice, Shanice like that. that's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, I love you, yes, man. And that, that was a happy, joyous, a beautiful record. That summer of love, that summer of coming out. Yeah. I was, uh, Ninety-two, I think. I was ninety-three. Was just early nineties. I just right. came out of my shell. I just became beca- yeah. who I really am. Did you
2: have to go to London to do that? Do you think? Could you
1: not have come out? No, I all? came here. I came out here. I came right. out. Yeah, I was living here before. I mean, I was. That was. I was nineteen when I came out. I was just finished. I was who in college. You come out first? My mother. Well, <laughs> on the bed half a bottle of vodka in me. Mom, I have something to tell you. I mean, how the fuck they didn't know. <laughs> they fucking knew. i was sitting on the bed and they said, "Mom, I'm gay." And she burst into tears. Did and she you? said, "Oh, Jesus, you'll never have children." I was like, "I never thought of that." <laughs> and then my dad walked in and this is I trot this story out all the time. Yeah. And my dad's a big builder. Boxer man, him, man, 14, 14 fa- kids in his family, two up, two down in Cromwell. What's up, what's going on? What's, he <laughs> what's bleeding? What's all the crying for? Tell your father, Frankie, something to tell you. And I said, Dad, I'm gay. And he went, about what, son? And that was that. <laughs> and, you that, know. Was that. and that was him just saying, about fuck what? it, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. I was very lucky. They're very young, my parents, you see. Yeah, well, that's it. See, the, they don't seem young, do they? When you look back now, you think, yeah. oh God,
2: they were kids having kids, weren't they? they, they well,
1: like, even my sister's friends say, oh, your parents were always the young parents at the school yeah. dates. They were I very the young. the same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm Kids having kids. Well, Nula is In just gorgeous as well. Yeah. And
0: she's so glamorous and camp and like, yeah. she's, she's Joan amazing. Crawford. She really is. Femme fatale. Just, yeah, she's a femme I call fatale. her,
1: a, 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 she's a post-post feminist. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't really like women. But Catherine, she's I going to embarrass you now. Yeah.
0: Go on.
2: Why is he such a good friend to you? Brendan. Brenda oh. oh gosh.
0: Brendan actually is the glue to for a lot of us Brendan is always the one that organises people I spent most of lockdown with Brendan yeah Yeah, we did we lived near each other we lived near each other so we had a little group called the Covid 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 Cabana
1: at the Covid Covid (laughs) COVID Cabana (laughs) (laughs) there's only six of us come on you have to love the game. that's brilliant seven
0: yes seven (laughs) and we'd go to the Phoenix Park yeah Um, what I really love about Brendan is he is just great fun and he's always been in my life and always there and we pick up where we left off there's no pressure in our friendship ever we have a wonderful friendship we have a lovely friendship that uh, actually I'm getting emotional yeah we do (laughs) because yeah and he's always kind he always includes everyone and it's no wonder he's you know inequality because he's he's one of the people on the scene that's consistent Mm. and I love him for that and I always I do we have some stories so we we, have serious stories
2: well the mics are on Brendan so come well,
0: on also, dish i I, oh, I, I was even on wanderlust with so, so before
1: you were on ta- obviously yes and yes. before you wrote characters even i yeah. think i think you had developed tampy and i oh, yeah, and, and i think I you had developed a couple of early ones it was before ami you tampy did AMI. Is all
0: yeah yeah.
1: yeah and before you did ami wasn't yeah. it so you were working you were dancing into you were singing into, you know, sweeping brushes in Small Talk Cafe, which yeah. I'm sure you've heard of, with Declan Buckley. Yeah. yeah. And so you were getting camper and camper and camper, and and and, and there and then you studied acting. Actually, you remember yeah, well, you, I went to Bullardy. You went and you studied, actually, and you got, got serious about it. Yeah. Then, right. And and uh, around that time, yeah, what was it? You were doing. I've I've kind of are we, is this when we met? No, it was after we met. Yeah, and we started this TV show called Wanderlust. So I knew she was a bit of a show off, and I said, <laughs> yeah. and Wanderlust was internet blind day. So mm. people were afraid of it. The first season, people nobody, you know, like any new season, mm. people yeah. don't want to. They're like, what is it? And it's dating and it's, ooh, it's yeah. But had a bit of travel, so. Wrangled You yeah. and our lovely friend Shane, who's Shane one of your Heart. best friends. So. Oh yes. And Shane was the first gay date on Irish television. Well,
0: wow. I know. When you think of that we, wow. It yeah. was, was really ahead of its time. So that was
1: 1998. Mm. No, so it was, we filmed it in that 1999 was and oh, no. it was that it went on in 2000. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, um, sure. yeah so Catherine and I went to Brighton Brighton
0: With Shane Yeah, yeah with Shane Oh, we even organised
1: a mates oh, When I yeah. think of it But nobody would do it Like I was li- it was literally Ringing my mate Saying please be On this TV yeah. show
0: I don't know how Like I mean We were so bold as well At Can you remember stage, your date I remember my date He was a hippie And In he Brighton. was like He was a nice though, wasn't he? Vegetarian hippie type guy and I wasn't really into him. And I kept calling you going, where are you? And, and of course you were in the gay bar. bar. <laughs> Can we go to the gay bar? And you were like, you're supposed to be on a straight date. And I went, oh, oh God, no, I'm so bored. Let's go <laughs> to the gay so, bar.
1: Uh, yeah, Catherine and Shane were, were the dates in Ireland. Then what what happened was we'd go to chat rooms and we'd hook them up with dates and we wouldn't. Yeah. And then we'd reveal, oh, that your dates are in Brighton and off we'd right. go. So we went all around. Them. It was a kind of internet blind date travel show. But on that, what I really remember is me, you and Shane. We got sick of the dates. We buggered off on them and we got, uh, under the tarpauling of a merry-go-round do you remember? Oh, yeah, do you remember and we tried a to turn it on a <laughs> closed down merry-go-round oh, wow <laughs> off our faces drunk off our remember? faces it, big time oh the
0: crack oh that was so like um, we've all sorts of stories like we've mm. alternative Miss Ireland we've parties yeah. that have gone on for two days yes. we have <laughs> just when you actually tap into the memory there is so much there's so much yeah, it's, yeah. we'd need ten podcasts yeah to yeah, yeah yeah talk but you're it. grown up now um, not really. <laughs> yeah, not really. Yeah. Well, so tell
2: us about EDI. Why did, why did you go back and study?
1: I was getting so. Uh, the honest truth is, um, lots of companies now have equality, diversity, and inclusion budgets, right, right. for EDI day, inclusive yeah. days, where they try and bring yourself to work and all the kinds of. So a lot of big corporates have have uh-huh. a fund, probably coming through the HR department or head of person. We want people to bring themselves. They want to be a lot of big corporations like the one we're sitting in now, want to be the employer of choice for talent. So by having equality, diversity, inclusion, young people look that up. Do you have a board? Do you have, What's the representation? So what happens is it gets to September, September, October and over, yeah. over a number of like seven years, I was getting booked to do these EDI talks in like November, which basically what meant is if you didn't use your budget by the end of the year, you lose your budget. Right. Yeah. So they'd Google it and I'd pop up with me black eye, yeah. gay TV presenter. And, and they go, get him. So yeah. I'd be booked. Right. So I started yeah. to know a pattern of these talks started to enjoy them talked about marriage equality talked yeah, about talked repeal the age like... talked about a little bit of activism talked about ageism because of my parents yeah. but there was always just my story and I was like I'm not, I'm not leaving them I wanted to leave them with a cheat sheet three things you can do to be a better ally or whatever. anyway yeah. same time completely in parallel one of my lovely friends uh, is called Linda Doyle and she's now the first female provost of Trinity Ha. Amazing. Uh, she was head of re- amazing. She's only 53. She's head wow. of, she was head of research yeah. and th- the campaign was started and she was. It, you get voted in. Yeah. So I helped her on her campaign yeah. which was a big secret because she said she needed styling. She didn't. She looked great. Yeah. Yeah. So we became mates and I just worked with her confidence and blah, blah, blah. So she kept saying to me, how can I help you? And I, she said to me, come and do a PhD. I was like, would you ask me ours? I don't yeah. even have a, pr- an eight, a, a level eight degree. Mm. I did fashion and I did accountancy so I did kind of technical stuff. Yeah. So she found the course and sent it to me and said, "This IADT are doing this course, equality, diversity, and inclusion, and some masters, and you can get in." And this is interesting for anybody listening who's thinking about who never did a degree because I couldn't afford to go to university when I was 16, 17 yeah. You can do a thing called an ORPL OR P L, recognition mm. of prior learning. So you apply, and then if you get that, you've got level a level eight, and you go for your masters. How long does that, that take? Get... The ORPL is a pain in the ass. I right. have to be honest. You have to review academic paper. I've never done anything like that, yeah. but it sets you up for the work that's ahead. Exactly, so if you don't yeah. get it, mm. you're not. You it's not for a you. Shock to the system. But it, if you don't get it it's not for you basically that's kind of the way it works and it really works I really I'm glad I did it now but it meant that I could go and give talks in corporates and actually feel much more confident about what exactly. I'm saying yes, yes. and be qualified and so many hate no your people. No imposter
0: syndrome No imposter
1: Well, a little bit of course. That never, we're Irish, that never goes <laughs> never away. <don't>, never <laughs> goes away. Started never that. Goes well, he away. doesn't have any of that. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> never goes away. Never. Low self-esteem, high confidence. So when compliment. you're
0: giving these talks in a yeah. way, the world in 80 Gays, we ask about who your uh, gay icon is. Or I or thought who, about that on the way here. You won't believe you, who I'm going to say. Who?
1: You won't believe who I'm going to say. Jimmy Somerville.
0: I thought you were wow. going to say Madonna because no. I know what
1: a Madonna fan you Jimmy were.
0: Somerville is a brilliant uh, choice, yeah. I think.
1: i tell you why. So, Small Town Boy. Small Town Boy. It's... When I was 14, we bought that album and The Age of Consent, yeah. The Triangle, yeah. and yeah. Ireland, it was illegal to be gay on yeah, the back of that right. album. I mean, I got chilled mm. just remembering that. We mm. all had that. And all my straight friends had that. Yeah. So he started to, because the music was so good, it started to break down barriers. even now. It's amazing. He's just amazing. Yeah. And he was on top of the pops. I was... 13 or 14 yeah. I wouldn't it be in yeah, that was yeah. number one tell me why that song or small town boy the start of that song and my dad now this is six years before I came out said look at that filthy queer on the television <gasps> yeah. he didn't he did yeah oh. and I um he said look at that yeah. filthy queer on the television I mean
2: what a yeah. shock to hear your dad say that
1: yeah but and it was what people said right yeah, of course. but I remember looking and going well he's on the telly yeah. First of all, oh, right. he's a pop star. You didn't take it to heart. Oh, I did. I thought. Well, no, I kind of thought, what an asshole my father was to say yeah. that. But I kind yeah. of cringed, obviously, and hid. Yeah. Oh yeah, what a filthy queer on the telly. Yeah. But actually, I was inspired. I was like, he's mm. not. He's a pop star. Look at him doing it, and he's really gay. Yeah. He's and he's not in drag. He, he's it's him. He's out there. The opposite. He's, they he, were
2: like bald skinhead looking
1: lads. Amazing. But with this. Ultra feminine voice, extraordinary. know it's voice. amazing. Years later, with Declan Buckley in London, when we both lived in London, and so we were in our early twenties, there was a bar called, and I've only joined the Dodds Brief Encounter, right? Oh yeah. It was a pickup bar. Yeah. And there's Jimmy Somerville on his own cruising in Brief Encounter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ooh. I really wanted to talk to him, but I was too afraid to talk ah, to him. Such I, a will, I saw him in it. the Olympia. Was he brilliant? He,
0: oh, he was amazing. What, was actually, that recently? It was about 10 years ago We were. Wow, I'd love to see him. Yeah.
1: But he, t- he made me go, actually, gays can have a life and yeah, be successful. and a cool life. And a cool life. And a really cool life,
0: exactly.
2: Yeah. And be political without, excuse the f- turn of phrase, ramming it down your throat. Exactly, you know. just
1: existing. Yeah. And also, small town boy told a story for so many people. Yeah. In the it's a, morning, it's everything a little you own. gay short story. It's amazing. And so many of us can relate to that. And and it's interesting, isn't it, that the other guy from Bronsky Beach is a priest now, isn't Yeah, he? that's right. No isn't
0: way, isn't it? Now he's a bit
1: he's father trendy, like he's kind of a cool priest, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. Presbyterian. Oh, Richard Coles. Richard Coles, yeah. yeah Robert, I mean, he's a bit Richard of a Couls. Couls. he wasn't even big brother, didn't
2: he? He's a bit of a celeb, aren't? He, he totally is. But, and, and very sadly, and, and we send our love to you, Richard, if you hear it, he lost his, his husband died very prematurely. Oh, no. And he got an unbelievable backlash from these homophobic people. So <gasps> I sent him a few messages just obviously saying, listen, we wow. love you, don't worry about it. But yeah, I met them around the time when we were doing TV shows at the same time. They're very friendly and funny, man. But yeah, Richard Coles, one minute he's in, you know, the, uh, the Scala Cinema, King's Cross, obviously officer Face on something, and then the next thing, there he is with the collar on, giving you know, given. Oh,
1: so Brian he lives ben a gay then, life still, great Go for him. So, yeah. Also,
0: we were watching you, Brian. Yeah. You were on top of the pops. Oh, you yeah, it was great. And you came out you, very early in, in your I career did, as well. I did, and I didn't, though. I suppose I did it,
2: I did it very, uh. I started hearing about people coming after me in terms of there's a story about to drop about you being queer or right. you being bisexual or whatever it was. How ago. annoying! It mm. was annoying because it was such a distraction from what I was doing. I was like, I just want to make the best music. Shut, you know, mm, sh- yeah. who cares? Shut up, you know. Let's just get on with it. But also, um, I just wasn't equipped for it at all because it never occurred to me I'd have to do it. come out in any kind of public way.
1: Yeah, But well, you know, it's, it's interesting. I know, still know people very close to me who are not out to their families yeah, and yeah. it's everyone's journey. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. I, I, I remember having a big problem with this a very famous Irish gay person who shall remain nameless, who's yeah. quite senior. And uh, he has a big issue about telling his living mother who's 90 mm. something now. Yeah. And I used to be very judgmental of that. And then I talked to him one day about it. And it really made me sensitive mm. to, it's not mm. your story to tell. Exactly. It's their story. And, and their, also we
0: call right. it the letting in story here. Oh, which, that's lovely. Uh, yeah. It's lovely, isn't so it? So it's, <gasps> it's your own business oh, 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 who I've you never, let in.
1: I've never heard yeah. that. That's amazing. Isn't it? It's oh, really yeah. nice. Um, I love that, yeah.
0: So like it's it's your own business who you let into your life. Like there's stuff yeah. I haven't told lots of people, you know what I mean? So why should I? Oh, <laughs> yes. I had a
1: girlfriend here. I have a couple of girlfriends. Yeah. yeah, did you? Yeah. Did you think about going the straight road? Oh, I've had sex with women. <laughs> yeah, oh, me too. I, did, oh my. I, didn't, I didn't enjoy it at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I did. It was grand. Yeah. Um, you know, without any aspersions, too beautiful, too. Three, four, maybe four women have had sex with. Yeah. In, in my as a teen, we. I was thinking was so just I'm writing a, a book about about my parents at the moment, and one of the things was when they met. My mom was only fourteen, dad was sixteen, and I'm wow. kind of. I dived into was he a minor? Was you know was she a minor? Was this inappropriate? Right. Yeah. But actually they're both minors, and so it's not illegal. Exactly. And so I looked at that, and then I was thinking, my little group in Kingswood and Talibor, when we were fourteen, we were all riding. Yeah, 13, yeah. Oh, 14 yeah. I mean oh not we to be gross but we were all, it was kind of a thing mm. but losing virginity like the pressure there was a yeah. pressure to have sex that's right yeah. that you were talking a, about heterosexual sex yeah so yeah, just, yeah yeah before I came out yeah. and so I kind of went oh along God. with it because I peer pressure and it was awful and I hate to think of kids 14
0: oh, no. getting yeah.
1: pressured to have sex now no. the only thing is it, it, it was between minors we were all minors but yeah,
0: yeah like and
1: I there's like, an innocence to it too it's not premeditated yeah. internet well, I, mean, I was, it's and an, it's a, it's a I was gay hormonal, I mean I really you know. didn't want to be there <laughs> yeah. like
0: we were all so old in Leitrim before we did like nobody really? in school ha- ever had sex right.
1: do you not remember the person who did have sex us was kind of elevated to cool oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah well, uh, Whether it was true or not. yeah, yeah it She was yeah, only a true, pure
0: tramp down in Leitrim. <laughs> <laughs> a slush. About, it's,
1: it's like they knew something you didn't know.
2: Well, yeah. the thing is, I think at that age, you're a hostage to your hormones. Oh, you? Like you don't have a
1: choice. You have all the phrases, Brian. You need to be writing these uh, down. Well, That's sure. Sure. amazing. Hey, hormones. you've
2: just been in Anna McCarrick, one of the great oh, loves of my life, that place. Yes. Tyrone Guthrie Centre. So you just alluded to writing a book. Can we talk... A tiny bit about that? Yeah, of course, absolutely.
1: Delight. It's called Mammy Issues and it's the history of Irish women's reproductive rights right? told through my mother's eyes. That is brilliant. 1943 to 2023. Wow. And it's basically how I've charted it is a decade each, when she was born, what it was like for her and what women's rights, the state of women's rights. You know, all the legislation for Irish women's reproductive rights was based on a law passed by the British in 1863, which didn't change until 2013. The Brits
2: again, see? Well, well they for everything. Well, they
1: pretty much are, yeah. No, no. <laughs> Actually, what's even more interesting, what I've, I've unearthed, is as we got rid of the Brits in 1922, women's rights fell off the table. Women yeah. had way more rights. They could work mm. when they were married and everything. So when the Catholic Church moved in, oh. women's rights were just like locked away in the kitchen and put the apron on. Like. Well, it's
0: wonderful to see you doing that, Brendan, because we do need our rights we, again. Uh, yeah. We've never been in such a dangerous position I oh, think women. Yeah. Uh, it's we, just... You know it's, it's, we're going backwards again with so we really awful. need people like you to actually stand at the forefront.
1: I want the book yeah. the book was really about asking my sisters to be a little more sympathetic to my mother uh-huh. yeah. because they were just a bit judgy of her and uh, I, when you look at how few choices mom had compared to the choices they now have mm-hmm. I was just like yeah she made like everything in her life was literally determined by how often she had sex because she kept having babies yeah, that's right. and so loads of opportunities were taken away from her because yeah. she couldn't get contraception and she had to just go and have a baby somewhere and that really, uh, that really struck me because she, she, the book starts off with dinner 2014 around the table our four remaining children two of my sisters died when we were young she went to, to my eldest sister said, and she was drunk mm. didn't want you Went to the next one. I absolutely didn't want you. You were the biggest mistake. Went to me. I went mm, Did I want you? No, didn't want you. You were a huge. <laughs> mistake. Went to my brother and went. I wanted you.
0: Yeah. Oh. And she pl- she planned him. Yeah.
1: That's when she can get contraception. So she yeah. felt like she was in control. She was in control. Yeah. And my sisters were. Was, one of them was really upset, saying well, that is cruel be... and mean. Yeah. How dare you? My children are here. Blah, blah And I was like, it's not. It's true. It's a, so. That's where the book in, we came were from. All
0: accidents. I'd oh, say. Absolutely. absolutely. We're the la- I,
1: we're the last generation of unwanted children. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we are. Everybody else oh. could get Johnny's after that. Well, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I yeah. remember
0: my mom and dad having a packet of uh, Johnny's, as they were called back in the day, Johnnies. underneath their mattress, and they were called forget-me-nots. And <laughs> I found them as a kid. And I blew one of them up and the whole lot. And then mo- later fire. I was up the garden with my mom and dad and there was forget-me-not flowers in the garden and they were picking them and dad threw one at mom and... Uh, Start, he said, It's a forget me not Maureen. And they started dying laughing. And I went, I know well what you're laughing <laughs> at. And they said, What? And you have balloons <laughs> under your mattress called forget me nots. That's what you're laughing at. And, and I remember name. them so tumbling sweet. around the oh, place. Oh, they laughing. laughed, they? And oh. they laughed and laughed and laughed. Oh, that's cute. And I never knew what the forget me nots See, I think your parents are a little
1: <laughs> bit younger than my parents. And yeah. even over, like, my mom's best friend, Sally, is about six years younger than her. And even those six years yeah. made a massive difference. Because, yeah, contraception started to to arrive yeah. in Thanks my mother's and Nell McCafferty and yeah. the train to Belfast oh, all
2: that. If only yeah. we could
0: have Amazing. Nell on the podcast. So
2: Brendan tell us um, you know in the midst of all of that soup that you're in there you are <laughs> you know yeah. uh, who was a kind of an inspiration to you like when you looked into your world was there anybody you thought oh hang on a minute you're a wee bit of a kind of a boy B-U-O-Y for me in the midst of all of
1: this? Pr- I mean in a way obviously my my mother is a mm. huge influence on mm. me yeah. and 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 a profoundly selfish human being as well in yeah. that she, she pulled back and said hold on a second now I've given all my of this time. life to people my time now mm-hmm. and yeah. I respect that enormously so she, she I became her boy then kind of I am now that person yes. for her yes. so she, she probably would but I had, I had a great great friend called David Collins and he's a big massive name drop coming he is the reason I met Madonna right he, well, David Collins was an Irish interior architect he did the, the Ritz in London yeah. he did, he's very successful You Google David Collins he's from Glenagiri in Dublin and I met he was best mates with Lorcan O'Neill Rory's brother Lorcan and yeah. Lorcan and Rory and um, David all knew my boyfriend Wayne so I right. was that gay network thing right David was about nine years older than me and brilliant, mad as a box of frogs, great fun and uh, sadly died uh, very suddenly a few years ago. Anyway, he was buried in Glengarry Madonna flew over for the funeral. Uh-huh. Kind of but well, close he, he was a great, great friend of mine yeah. when I was in London and a very... A real, I really was very sad when he died and mm. I remember we were going to the funeral and Rory said to me now you get your shit together because Madonna's at this funeral and I was really upset with Rory I mean that was in Rory's stand up yeah. show for years I was like I don't care who's going my friend is dead yeah. Rory wasn't close to David as I was mm. he was a mentor for me for, all, mm. for me. and I actually used the word mentor with him before it was even a thing I said yeah. you're brilliant will you mentor me and he was Aww. like oh go fuck off okay he said <laughs> <I mean. laughs> he was a great guy he used yeah. to text from Glynagiri when we, he'd know we'd be in the George on Christmas Eve do you remember oh, yeah. and he'd say help help send a taxi there's a woman here holding me hostage claiming to be my mother <laughs> <laughs> fabulous I, uh, Yeah. I, so he was a person that really guided me in business and life and mm. uh, and, and unfortunately he's no longer with us because you
2: need Aww. somebody don't you? Yeah. you just kind of hold your hand a bit and go, a little it's, bit it's, yeah. it's all yeah. going to be
0: okay Yeah. Well yeah, yeah, I think yeah. you are always have surrounded yourself with a great gay family like mm. even your friends now they're all inspiration you're all an inspiration to each other I think you yeah
1: know? and there's a healthy competition there yeah. as well as yeah. much as you'd
0: want to kill each like other like siblings times, it's, the, it's, it's, a, it's
1: a very sibling, sibling style yeah. related with some of my friends yeah. and I guarantee
2: you Brandon, somebody's looking at you on TV right now and going I want to be like him be oh like they all man, like confident good yeah. looking stylish man you know I bet you that's the case
1: I have had a couple of younger gays come up to me and say that. And yeah. when I was, w- particularly in Wanderlust, because Wanderlust was risque, and yeah. I was yeah. super camp in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And tr- and I was kind of getting pushed into entertainment, and I wasn't loving it because I'm not a comedian. Mm. I'm, we're all funny and camp, but I, I'm not a comedian. That's not in me to write comedy. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it has to be in you to want to be to make people laugh. Yeah. I, we do at you dinner have have table. You have you have to have a slight <laughs> yeah, mental <laughs> deficiency. <laughs> mental <laughs> health issues. <Yeah>. No, but <laughs> comedians are you know they are you yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's it's
0: That's why I'm run, running away from it all my life well it's a tricky
1: one anyway and i i didn't want to do that so i kind of ended up sort of just being camp and fun and by being that camp and fun person younger gays yeah. would say I remember seeing you on TV and yeah. thinking wow well, he's not getting shot in the street and he's survived no, you know, and he's, he's not so a drug addict on some he, soap opera you know yeah, yeah. And and where dying do you, of HIV where do you think every
0: think you know, five minutes the, the young gay scene is now? Like if you were to define it now because I know when we were oh, I'm, I'm, I'm calling myself gay now well, You uh, <laughs> definitely yeah. are honorary gay uh, yeah. You know you are <laughs> like, Obviously
1: I'm, I'm an honorary woman sometimes yeah, as course. well in a certain company Yeah, and, um,
0: But like sometimes and I know I feel bad for it, but I miss the kind of intimacy and the undergroundness of it and the oh, little yeah. kind of ownership of it. I oh, miss yeah. that.
1: Oh, absolutely, 100%. Okay, so I'm when okay we came in, you're, you're dead right. Yeah. So when Alternate Miss Ireland was happening, it was sub, it was subverting culture. Yeah. It was still, you could, we didn't have equal rights. Uh, and drag was very subversive as a as a medium. Yeah. Drag is no longer subversive. And I miss that about I it. I miss it's that. It's pure entertainment. Yeah. You know. they, they
0: were the Queen Maves at the time, they yeah. were the warriors that yeah. went to the yeah. forefront. They so, went to uh, the forefront.
1: I've lost interest in it now as a yeah. medium Like I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race I've never watched a single episode I don't care about it it yeah. doesn't, doesn't uh, interest me I loved
0: me. it it really got me through lockdown yeah some people
1: it. and I think yeah. if I I'm, I'm very late to the table with stuff like that yeah. now, I'll probably be singing from the altar next week about it so yeah. I mean I wouldn't But really, I, uh, I
0: know what you mean the the kind of revolution it, it became drag, it's, it's pure there?
1: entertainment now and that's great mm-hmm. we need entertainment I'm done yeah. but it, the subversive nature like we used to do a thing called gag where we were the backing dancers for Panty yeah. and I was of eighteen nineteen. I was and allowed in we pour milk on our cell phones we were called the milk boys. We yeah. poured, oh, we just did it for a couple of free pints and free entry. We didn't even get paid. And we milk. I'm stinking. just horrified that you used milk. Yeah, stinking. That's, that's because milk sort of looked like something story. else. No, it didn't. It looked like milk. Anyway, uh, so, but it was subversive <laughs> and gaggy. <laughs> even was a safe space for people to experiment with fetish. And yeah. So it was all a bit yeah. mad and very you know. Yeah. Underground. Underground. Yes, I've heard yeah. all about but that it. But it
0: also was really good fun. And then yeah. there was ham, was a kind of a sister of it, which was a lighter version. It was like. Uh, so you got
1: to remember, we came out at that time. The only there was the Parliament, which. Which is now, uh, I think, it's called out on Parliament yeah. Street. So you live right there. Then the front end came much later, but there was yeah. only two bars. The Hooray Henrys was in the back of Powerscourt, I was and when you were there, going into gay bars, think. you'd be sneaking in. You'd be mm-hmm. afraid to get caught because it was illegal of to course, be gay. Yeah, absolutely, didn't I get li- It wasn't and you didn't Want somebody you to see you going in either? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Nineteen ninety-two. I remember being
0: it? in the George when it was made legal, legal, and I was with my gorgeous friend Frank, who I didn't know any w- the rest of at that stage. And poor Frank, since died of AIDS. Ugh, I get a lump in my throat every time I think of him, but like he. Was the last of that generation that, yeah, um, didn't wiped, have the, out, were wiped, wiped out, out. and, and I they remember were sent him crying. Bill going, Hughes
1: made a brilliant film about it,
0: uh, yeah, uh, brilliant.
1: That they were sent mm. to New York and San Francisco off this island because it was illegal uh, into the praying mantis of HIV where it was rife. So they were sent into death. Yeah, it geez. was, uh, yeah, it's really sad, isn't it? Actually, that's why we it, love doing yeah.
0: this podcast because we actually
1: remember get that get a chance to yeah. remember
0: and to remember how we stood and yeah. how we stand now and how we are going to stand in the future and I think
1: you know what the main part, body of work for the EDI stuff and so, so for the circle back is to use Ireland as an example to Iran or to anywhere else mm-hmm. exactly. that, that countries oppressed by tyrannies of dogma and doctrine can break out of it can break
2: out of it exactly like when mm-hmm. we look
1: back to where our parents grew up they were really repre- oppressed, oppressed and repressed fundamental and fundamental yeah. it was a fundamental state yeah. we lived yeah. an amazing and okay
2: we, we have it. three quick fire questions we okay, okay. do the, well, I'll do the first one Catherine, you okay apart from people and Nancy Drew, of course. No. Uh, what would you save from your home if it was on fire right now? On my laptop, apart from screaming <laughs> that high pitch voice.
0: Uh,
2: my laptop, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it, well, it might
0: well. save Adam because Adam might oh, be. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Hang on, rewind Adam, <laughs> yeah. Adam, and your laptop. Well, Adam okay. would be out first. That's yeah, the, yeah, yeah,
0: God. first. yeah, 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 Like a mountain goat, climb down the front of the building. Okay and uh, what's the best piece of advice you've received in life you probably have covered that
1: so you could name drop a quick story on my I had a chat show in 2005-06 uh, called the Brendan Courtney Show and oh, Sinead yeah. O'Connor was my guest mm-hmm. and she and the producers set her up they really did it wasn't nice they went live to her local pub to find her a date how embarrassing for her cringe awful oh, cringe. and Sinead got wind of it and bolted out the emergency exit and then do the show right and I was standing outside the Chocadera with Robert from the truck, who's still the manager there having a yeah. cigarette I smoked at the time going oh my god like Sinead O'Connor ran off my chat show and he (laughs) looked at me and said Brendan these are the good old days
0: (laughs) (laughs) We love Robert We love Robert
2: We certainly do Well I mean I think that's a great place to end our chat with Brendan Courtney I know
0: and I'm just going to give you a little quote from one of your favourite women Madonna She goes I'm tough I'm ambitious and I know exactly what I want if that makes me a bitch Okay. <laughs> love you, bitch. We love you, Madonna.
1: <laughs> Thank you,
2: Brenda
0: Courtney. Thank you. <laughs>